Shalom to all! Today's daf is Kalaim Yudalad, and we are starting right at the beginning of the Amud, and in the Vilna Sursa daf, it's at the end of Zion Amud Bey, the beginning of Chesam Aleph, right at the beginning of the Gemara after the Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored by Eli Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Rabbi Maisha, Her Nishama Shadahavan Aliyah. And the Gemara says, Tani was taught in Abraisa, Saim Chinai Marin, but Sad Gafanim. One's allowed to place bundles of grain next to grapevines. Since he's not planting them there, he's just putting them over there to sit for a bit until he comes back. There's no issue of Kalaim, and we don't have to be Chayshesh, then maybe one of the grain is going to fall out and take root over there, and then there will be Kalayim. He's just simply placing his bundles down. That's totally fine. Now, Rabbi Yes, Rabbi Yesi says, Hadamr, this tells us, that one would not be allowed to plant grapevines next to dry grain. What does this mean, dry grain? So this is referring to grain, which is fully grown, but it's still attached to the ground. The Chiddush over here is, even though it's fully grown and it's not going to grow anymore, one still is not allowed to plant grapevines next to it. That's because it's still attached to the ground. It's still Mokhar only if it's not Mechubla Karka is it not considered Kalayim. Now, the proper Gersa is to take out the next two words. They can ask another question now. Is one allowed to plant grain next to dried out grape vines? He has vines here. They're old. They're dried out. They don't produce fruit anymore. And he wants to plant grain next to them. Would that be okay? So the Gemara says, Nishmin Menadal. Learn from the following. Gefen Shiyavsha, Asura, Ve'inimikadeshes, a grapevine which is totally dried out, is Asura to plant next to. However, if he did plant something next to it and it grew, that thing that grew is not going to be Asur. From Rav Blazer, Blazer says, Drav Meir he. This is Rav Meir's opinion. Drav Meir, um, Rav Meir says, Afilu Gefen Hatsemer, Asur, Ve'inimikadesh. Even if we're dealing with Gefen Hatsemer, which in modern day Hebrew is called Semer Gefen, and that's the way that we say cotton, meaning it's Asur to plant grain next to a cotton plant because it looks like he's planting something next to a grapevine. However, something planted next to it is not going to be usher. So this is all Shita Srab Meir. Hadamr, this tells us, It is permitted to plant grain next to dried out grapevines. That's because we don't go with Shita Srab Meir, we go with Shita Srab So according to Rav Meir, it's usher to plant there. But according to the Rabbanon, it's permitted to plant there. I'm going to explain the part of our Mishnah we had said in Ratzah Gaimem B'chulu that if a person wants to be Gaimem their grapevine, they want to cut it to within a tefach of the ground, then they're allowed to plant grain next to it, and that wouldn't be a problem. And that's because when the grapevine is cut so close to the ground, it most probably is not going to sprout again. So there's no issue of kilaim over here. Now the Gemara brings a brass clarifying the imtsamchu, if the grapevine did sprout again, mutarslash avar, something which had already grown, meaning if some of the grain already grew over here, that's permitted. But in the future, anything that grows here would be usr, because now we see the grapevine has regenerated. And the Gemara tells us, Kadar ben Yehuda. This is just like what ben Yehuda did. Gum karmaya, gum is lashon of goimem. He cut down his vines to within a tefach of the ground. Amr he told his aris, his sharecropper, Pike Zara, go out and plant grain, Mindizara, but then once it was planted, Samchin, these grapevines grew once again. Amulis then he told his Aris, Pike Chatzud, go and uproot it, meaning go uproot that grain, Mindachatzad, and then once it was uprooted, Artavin, these grapevines had regenerated, they went bad, they became wormy. So Amrlay, then he told his Aris again, Pike Samach, go plant grain there once again. So you see from the story of Shimon Yehuda that it's permitted to plant grain next to a grapevine which was cut within a tavach of the ground. Question: I could done Kribshim ben Yehuda. Up until here, we see from Kribshim ben Yehuda, Shu Amar Ladas Gemura. That's because he said very clearly what he intended to his Aris. It's very obvious from the story that he didn't want the two to grow together because the moment that his grapevine regenerated, he told his Aris, You better quickly uproot that grain that's growing there. But what about Sharbane Adam, Shainon Ayman Ladas Gemura? What about by other people who don't explicitly say this? Meaning, we have other people who simply will go over to a grapevine, 
cut it to within a tefach of the ground, and then plant grain over there, perhaps it's not permitted, because maybe they're trying to make a trick. Maybe they really do intend for the grapevine to regenerate, and then there would be a straight-up Isra of Kilayim. So would we allow them to do it just based off of this story of Rav Shem ben Yehuda? Yudan is on top. The Gemara says, Chazar of Amar, he went and said, Afilu Rav Shem ben Yehuda, Eino Isra, Elm ben Myers Ayin, even Rav Shem ben Yehuda would only answer this because of Myers Ayin. And since if a person cuts his grapevine within a tefach of the ground, there's no Myers Ayin there, because it's obvious he doesn't want it to regenerate, as we've said, it's very unlikely that a grapevine cut within a tefach of the ground is going to regenerate, so even a regular person would be allowed to plant grain over here. And going on to talk about another case in the Mishnah, we had said, that if in an area growing fenugreek, many different types of grasses started growing, the Chachamim were not of him to uproot all those grasses. And that's because, as we had explained, these grasses are bad for the Tilton, they're bad for the fenugreek, so there's no issue of Kilayim there. Now the Gemara tells us, one of the conditions of Yeshua was that Hayu Malakdan we call Makaim, the people are allowed to gather grasses from any place, except for from a field of fenugreek. Now, we first Sigmar and Rabbi Kama that tells us that when Yeshua went into Eretz Yisrael with the Yidin, he established 10 different things. He made 10 takanas. And one of those takanas was that a person's allowed to go into anyone's field, not even his own, it could be his friend's field, and pull out grasses from that field, and that's not a problem, because who wants random grasses growing in their field? So it's not considered like he's stealing. However, a person is not allowed to pull grasses out of a field growing fenugreek. Now, why would that be in the field of fenugreek. So Rav Yaakov Bar Acha says, B'shem Rav Yitzchak Bar Nachman, B'shazar Amir Himasnisa. This b'raisa is talking about a field of fenugreek that was planted for Amir, meaning it was planted for its stalks. In other words, it was planted so that animals could eat these fenugreek stalks. And in this case, if grasses grow there, the fellow is happy because that means he has more food for his animal. And that's why a different person would not be allowed to go into his field to take those grasses. The Gemara is told in second Patanin, we learned in our Mishnah, Tiltan Savim, a field of fenugreek that started growing random grasses, they weren't of him to take those grasses out. Now, we had explained that's because he doesn't want the grasses to grow. But how could that be? We just said that a person is not allowed to take grasses out of a field of fenugreek because he wants the grasses. So that means that it should be kilayim and he should have to uproot it. So Gemara tells us, Rav says in the name of himself, meaning he himself provided this answer, Lazara. The Mishnah is talking about where he planted this field of fenugreek for the seed, meaning he doesn't want the stalks of the fenugreek. He wants a fenugreek seeds, and in such a case, the grasses are no good, and that's why Mishnah says he doesn't have to uproot them. But now Amr Rabbi asks, Does that mean that Yeshua is coming to talk about meaning that when Yeshua made his takana, that you're allowed to take grasses from anyone's field except for a field of fenugreek. He's talking about someone who's doing an Avera, meaning if a person did an Avera, and he's growing fenugreek for its stalks, and there's grasses growing here, and he wants those grasses, and that means that he's doing an Avera by allowing this kalim to grow, it'd be usher to take those grasses because of gzela, loy avera but if a person's not doing an avera because he's growing his fenugreek for the seeds, and that means that he doesn't want the grasses, mutter mishum gazel, that means that it's not a problem to take those grasses from his field. It doesn't make sense that Yeshua would make this takana that it's usher to take grasses from someone's field. We're talking about a person who's doing an avera by allowing these grasses to grow here because he wants them for his animals. That's kalim. So Gemara says, you're right, havalei shanya, hishazar lazera, the Yeshua's Hakan applies to everyone. That you're never allowed to go into a person's fenugreek field and take grasses growing there. Whether they're growing the fenugreek for Zara, and in that case is permitted for the grasses to be growing there, or if they're growing it for Amir, for the stalks, they want it for their animals, and in that situation it would be also for them to have the grasses there, 
Either which way, Yeshua's Tarkana was across the board, no going into his field and taking grasses from there. The Gemara is, how can you say that? Vatanin, our Mishnah says, V'chein tilton shalas mina savim. If a person has a field of fenugreek that has different grasses growing in it, Ein mechayven oseil anachesh, Chazal were not mechayev him to uproot those grasses because he probably doesn't want them growing there. However, imachidate alein, yechayvo oseil anachesh. If his das is on them, meaning he wants them to grow, and the reason why we would say that he wants them to grow is because Yeshua's Tarkana also goes on such a fellow that you may not go into his field and take those grasses, Clearly, he wants the grasses growing over there. We should mechaive him to uproot those grasses. Back to our original issue. So we're going to stop here for the day, right in the middle of the sugya, ending off with this question. Tomorrow, we're going to pick up, continuing on with this discussion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.